the Badlands. Explain those Badlands. That's a hell of a name. Everywhere you go, your manners are with you, and they leave their mark. They help you feel sure of yourself, too, and they make an impression on people. Demonstrators wreaked havoc in Washington, D.C. and destroyed storefront windows. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Make political commitment to curb population growth. We didn't simulate this. We didn't practice. What the hell did they let the reporters in there for? MK Ultra. Eight million adults are affected by it. Don't try it. There will be no outcome that leaves Saddam Hussein in power. A brand new group called ISIL. We're speeding up training of ISIL forces. The one person who wasn't random was the security guard. America was founded as a constitutional republic. Pick the incumbents out. Citizens to Washington. I will totally obliterate the deep state. We will obliterate the deep state. We will obliterate the deep state, Zach. I will obliterate the deep state. <laughs> uh, that that train has already started, man. What's yeah. going on, brother? Oh, you know, just uh, getting excited about uh, the rest of the year. I feel like, you know, I was talking about this earlier today. Like, things are objectively bad, right? I mean, just like, <laughs> no in, in general, in general, it's kind of shit, right? You know, <laughs> country's not in a great place. Uh, but but at the same time, you know, even though we've got, like, some, like, personal pain, uh, I, you know, I look around at the rest of, of the world and I see – a lot of positivity, you know, I mean, like the fact that so many people have woken up, the fact that so many here in America have just like, you know, shuffled off those shackles, the the bounds of the kind of political and ideological slavery, uh, the, the fact that so many people are supporting President Trump. I mean, I, 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 did you happen to catch the returns in the uh, the, the Michigan primaries, Brad? The, uh, well, I saw that they were pretty good. I think Haley only got a couple Right. Like two delegates or something. And Trump destroyed her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he got the vast majority. I mean, like 95 um, percent. Awesome. She only she only got uh, like I think it was like, you know, twenty nine thousand votes or something like that. President Trump got about three quarters of a million votes. And what's Damn. important about that. And then there was, you know, then there were other. actually it might have been more than that. I'm sorry. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Let's just say Trump had a decisive victory. Uh, I, I believe it was about 30,000 Republicans that voted uh, no affiliation. They didn't want to vote for any of the candidates. But when you look at the votes that Joe Biden got, Donald Trump got about 130,000 more total votes than Joe Biden did. And That's cool. 100,000 Democrats voted noncommittally, like not voting for any candidate. That is a much larger percentage of their voting block. And what's even more important, Brad, when you look at the total number of people who voted in the Republican primary versus the total number of people who voted in the Democrat primary, it's a sizable difference. It is a lot more people. Now, generally, primaries have a lower turnout than the general election. Um, and I was hoping that this was the kind of trend we were going to see, that there was going to be more enthusiasm for the Republicans, more enthusiasm for Donald Trump, really. 
uh, and less enthusiasm for Joe Biden. And we saw both of those things. We had more people showing up. He had more people who voted but didn't even want to vote for him. Okay, and they weren't willing to vote for any other candidate. Now, there is a significant portion of that block that voted against Joe Biden, but for the Democrats who have already pledged their support for Donald Trump come November. So you got like another hundred thousand people there who will not vote for Joe Biden and will only vote for Donald Trump just so they can get rid of Joe Biden. You know, and you've got all of these these Muslims living in in Dearborn in uh, eastern Michigan. Uh, that's where a lot of them, Joe Biden actually lost in Dearborn to non-committed voters. So they wow. voted for anyone else in the same way that Nikki Haley <laughs> had had people vote for anyone but her uh, in a number of primaries. They voted for anybody else but Joe Biden. And so those people are upset with Joe Biden for a number of reasons. I mean, obviously, number one, the economy. It's terrible. It's bad for everyone. Uh, number two. Yeah. That, that area is rich with legal migrants that came to America escaping Iran, escaping Iraq, escaping Syria, escaping Lebanon, you know, secular Muslims, uh, business owners, all right, people who are going to be affected by the tax policies that he's got, obviously uh, affected by the fact that people do not have money to spend in discretionary sense. So business is suffering. Uh, pretty much the entirety of uh, the country is in the same position. And so on top of that last uh, uh, probably major sticking point for them uh, is the lack of any movement in terms of a peace deal. You know, Joe Biden is either a Nazi and a colonizer if he supports <laughs> Jews, or he's a Nazi and a terrorist if he supports Hamas. So he's trying to, like, walk this line and really, you know, just basically do nothing. And it looks terrible. Meanwhile, they know that Donald Trump already brought peace to the Middle East. He did the impossible. I mean, we grew up at the same time. Did you ever at any point as you were growing up think that we were going to see peace in Israel? No, uh, not at all. And literally to the point where I don't know if it was like this by you, but in New Jersey, you would sometimes be like, all right, bro, peace in the Middle East. Like it was almost like such a thing that would never happen mm -hmm. it actually even became a saying because it was so unbelievable yeah. and my entire life israel and palestine have been going at it and also and then that's in the 90s and then it just got added on with all the war on terror and it was just literally would never ever imagine that that place would be unvolatile unvolatile no not at all so so on Saturday, there's going to be like a meeting of the of the delegates and the final delegates are going to be chosen for who they're going to be awarded to. Now, it's always possible. They could say, you know what? We really think Nikki Haley's looking good. You know, <laughs> we're, we're going to go ahead and put our money on Nikki Haley, but they're not going to do that. OK, because the people have spoken. All right. And if they did that, then there would be an outcry and they would you know, try to get those people kicked out. They're going to have to support Donald Trump, whether they like it or not. Uh, so the rest of those delegates are all going to go to Trump. Uh, you know, it's possible Nikki Haley may, you know, decide to, you know, hold on to a couple of them. Uh, but I, I don't think so. I mean, she's she's going to be gone from this race here very quickly. Uh, come Super Tuesday. Yeah, yeah so I was going to say. So yeah. Well, that's to everything, right? I think there's like a thousand delegates up for up for grabs on Super Tuesday, correct? Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't know the exact number, but I know that that's like, you know, that's the big. 
the big day. Yeah, I think you need like 1,100 to get the nominee. And he's already, I think he's got like 120 or something. And then on Super Tuesday is about 1,000 up for grips. So by, by then, uh, there's no way he doesn't get the nominee by then. I have a theory that I think Nikki Haley, I think Nikki Haley is backed by the same people we're up against. And oh, yeah. I think that's why she's staying in. Because uh, one thing I know, especially even South Carolina, when everyone thought she would totally take the L and leave out of embarrassment, if anything else, and she didn't. And she went on there and she started seeding, again, the poison narrative that I don't think Trump can beat Biden. I don't think Trump can beat Biden. I don't think Trump can beat Biden. She keeps saying that. And it's very important to seed a narrative that you want something to happen First, you have to see this possibility into the mind sphere, mm -hmm. the public mind sphere. And that's what she's been doing. If you watch all the time, she makes sure she says that. And I think that's what she is, to drop poison pills into our movement. I think that's why she's holding on for as long as she can. Obviously, she can't win. She knows that. It's not, that's not even like up for debate at this point. So I have to assume that she's being kept there for that reason. She, I, I, I think she has been um, largely all of those big money donors have left her at this point. They've all said that it's obvious Nikki Haley's not going to win. You know, I think right. that for a while she was thinking, you know, like, hey, it's a foregone conclusion. Trump's going to end up in prison. So uh, as long as I can just be the last woman standing, uh, then, you know, I'll get it by default. Um, <laughs> however, However, you know, obviously that hasn't uh, happened. We're going to talk a little bit tonight about uh, some specific aspects of that. But the other thing, you know, now that she has no money coming into the to, into the campaign, I, I want to say uh, at last count, maybe like last week, she had like 15 million dollars left. She spent less than a million dollars in Michigan. It's close to 80 million dollars she spent overall. Uh, as long as there's money in her account and as long as she is a candidate, she gets to draw a salary as that candidate so she's paying herself to run for president using that money that's been given to her by those big money so donors that's so a part she, of it too yeah she does have a a, a financial uh, you know i guess dog in this hunt and so she'll stay in probably until super tuesday if she stays past super tuesday i mean i just i don't see how that's possible because like you said i mean all of those delegates are going to go to president trump even even if you know, 90% of them go to President Trump and the rest go to Nikki Haley. Uh, he's still going to be the winner. Uh, so, yes. Oh, uh, right. Without a doubt. Yeah. And wait, so do you get to keep the money? Do you get to keep your donations after you drop out? Wait, or does you, it you, have you to be like you're paying salary, like you're saying? You, you don't have to You don't have to give it back. It's not like it's a nonprofit or anything like that. People have already right. donated it. It's in the account. Um, you can use it. A lot, of, a lot of candidates have like final expenses at the end. You know, you'll borrow money as you're going along. Or maybe you've got bills that you're holding off uh, and, and you have to do something. You have to expend that account, maybe leave it open if you're going to be running again in the future. Uh, so she could do that. She could transfer it to a political action committee that's designed you know, solely to talk about her for the next four years. And then uh, she'll try it again. So I don't know. I think that she's like um, she's like uh, like a bowl of uh, hot lead. Like nobody wants to touch that. You know, I mean, think about geez. this, dude. Is she she once she drops out, she's going to have like ten million dollars, ten yeah. million dollars. This is what she, Bernie did. Remember Bernie? Yeah. After running two times, all of a sudden he's got sports cars and houses. 
mm-hmm. big Bernie's going to save everything, guys. Bernie's going to fight the establishment by being a part of it for 40 years. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. And Nikki, <laughs> don't forget, though, Nikki Haley's already a multimillionaire. Like, her and her family own, like, uh, a major defense contractor. Okay, yeah, that does sound familiar. Yeah. Um, well, here's one thing that I noticed that you might appreciate with South Carolina. This is, I think, with the open primaries, I think, now, I don't know if this counts to maybe, like, loose fake ballots that they are able to throw around or if this is literally trying to get Democrats to vote. But I noticed a correlation between the numbers where if you look at here's the 2016 presidential primary there were 368,000 votes and this year it was 126,000 votes so that's a difference of about 200 and you know 30 40,000 so about let's just say 200,000 2016 for the republicans this adds up to 570,000 Mm-hmm. And this adds to 750,000. So you're talking almost a 200,000 vote swing. This is an open primary. So is Michigan, by the way. Yep. I don't even think these votes are Republican voters. I think a lot of these are Democratic voters trying to mess with an open primary. Because obviously Joe Biden, right? Mm-hmm. Joe Biden's not running against anyone. So it doesn't even matter. These people didn't even have to show up. I think... Not only did he destroy her in, in these open primaries, I think this is an even indicative of Republican votes. No, you're absolutely right. That's actually been confirmed. I want to say it was something like 30 to 40 percent of the people really? who voted for Nikki Haley were actually only doing it because they wanted to see if they could get her to beat Donald Trump. OK, all right. So that that works with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yes. And on Tattoo Teacher, what's up? You're absolutely right. Uh, Bernie and his wife both got payoffs. And if you'll remember, they also went after Bernie's wife for a period of time. Like uh, they they tried charging her with some sort of like institutional charity fraud or something like that. And of course, you know, I don't know if it was true or not, but I do think that it was uh, a warning, uh, a big flashing warning sign like Bernie, stay in line or else we can destroy you. By the way, here's a beach house. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? All (laughs) right, I guess. It's to me, the Bernie Sanders thing, it's always such a hot topic to me because here's a guy who's been a senator in Washington since what, the early 90s or something like that, which is a part of the problem. And you can say, all right, he's trying to make a difference. I don't think everyone in Congress, uh, contrary to popular belief, I do think there are good people in Congress, uh, senators and, and and representatives. Right, exactly. And... But he's there. He's been there for his longest time. He's pushing socialism, which is a total control apparatus. Mm-hmm. He wants his policies wanted to raise taxes, which funds the deep state. Yep. And he then he made his built his whole campaign both times off of going after the oligarch. And then he handed all his voters over to Hillary Clinton queen of the oligarch and then joe biden uh village idiot but really king of the oligarchs too when you look at his record he handed it over to the two most establishment people in Mm -hmm. probably the history of politics and then just went away and did his thing and then also too with bernie after doing that well uh, well not also but just the fact that you 
can say you're going to fight the establishment and then endorse Hillary and then Joe Biden it is just the most glaring F you to everyone who wanted to vote for him ever. And he's basically what I would equate to a political sheepdog. I think they sent him out to round up the fringe voters to get them riled up and then hand them over to the candidates. I don't believe he was... I don't believe he really wanted to do what he purported to. That's just my own personal opinion. Well, you know, Brad, ideology and ethics are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> Bernie, Bernie <laughs> believed what he believed, but, you know, he, he's also a pragmatist. He, he's got to pay his bills. And uh, obviously, after all this time in Washington fighting for the little guy, why not get a payoff at the very end, right? And, of course, he didn't want his wife to go to prison. So, you know, he was going to do whatever he was going to do. I mean, I, I would I, I don't know what kind of pressure they put on him, but I can imagine that that would be pretty stressful. Don't you think? Like, oh, yeah. It, well, look yeah. at what Ross Perot, right? Remember? Oh, yeah. Uh, there was lots of rumors that he was getting threats and, and told to back down. And then he was had saw that momentum and then he pulled out for a little bit and then tried again at the end. So I'm sure they do stuff like that behind the scenes all the time. He's probably doing it to RFK right now. Oh, sure. Yeah. Except I, I get the feeling that he really that ideology and ethics really are mutually exclusive for him. But Bernie, to Bernie yeah. sold out. He totally sold out. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, there's no way there's no other way you can look at it. <laughs> Bernie's doing all right right now. Yeah, yeah, he's doing a little too <laughs> all right. Yeah, feel you the know. burn. Yeah. Bernie, help me out with that socialized medicine, buddy. I need a knee <laughs> replacement. <laughs> oh, my God. My insurance doesn't cover it. I know you will. <laughs> all we got to do is raise taxes and then we'll be all right. That's right. That's right. We'll yeah. just print more money. <laughs> yeah. Got a small favor to ask. Oh, God. I'm so glad uh, I don't see those commercials anymore. So, so Mesmerist, a couple of things. She says, Bernie got bent over. He did. Huh. He definitely did. And she also says, run for president, Zach. I don't know about that one. We'll see. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, I don't know that I can just jump straight in to the fray. Um, Why not? Uh, Trump jumped over like. 80, 80 levels before running for president. You know, and he just he did it with just a, a small loan of a couple of million dollars from his father. Yeah. Uh, my dad's yeah. gone, and I don't even have anywhere close to a million dollars. So, <laughs> oh man, it it would uh, you know be one thing if I could if I could set up a GoFundMe, not a GoFundMe, a give send go, give send go, send Zach Payne to the White House and and raise <laughs> millions of dollars in a single day like like uh, Grant Cardone's wife did. Have you seen oh that? Uh, no, I don't think okay. I did. So Grant, Grant, obviously Donald Trump, billionaire, he's in this position with the the civil case in Gorin and this half a billion dollar judgment. Totally ridiculous. I don't think he should pay it. But they threw that poison pill in there, forcing him to at least purchase uh, some sort of a bond uh, so that somebody would cover it in the event that he ends up having to pay it or just put up half a billion dollars in cash and they would basically hold on to it and stop charging him interest. I don't think they would pay him interest on the money as they held it but <laughs> definitely not but grant cardone he's a billionaire it's kind of controversial he's like one of those uh uh motivational speakers the guy who tells you that you're dumb if you think you can live on eighty thousand dollars he's kind of a prick i gotta be honest i don't really care for him <laughs> but he's also a scientologist and he doesn't really like talking about that aspect of it um, and so there's a lot of claims about him like scamming people and stuff uh, allegedly not in my opinion I, I i'm just i've heard this before and um anyways his wife started to go fund me to cover donald trump's legal bills 
Now, you know, I think that's that's you know that's noble. If people want to donate to help Donald Trump, that's great. You know, right. but I mean, uh, the idea that they're going to raise uh, half a billion dollars on Kim's yeah. and go, I just I don't know how realistic it is. However, uh, I think they have raised several million dollars now. Wow. Um, so obviously, people people are giving. Now, the problem I have with it is that Elena Cardone, Grant's wife, she says that this is for Donald Trump's legal bills or the fines, but she never set a beneficiary for the campaign. So <laughs> quite literally, I mean, if you know this, if you're worried about the Cardones being scammers, you might think about this. But at the end, if they, you know, if they close it out and they say, oh, sorry, guys, we only raised $10 million, they don't have to raise the half a billion to get paid. They're going to get that money because people donated it. It's an open-ended campaign, but they don't have to give it to anyone. And so, you know, my my question here is the Cardones are billionaires. You know, yeah. if, if if they want to help out Donald Trump, you know, why don't like the 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 altruistic billionaires of the world just get together, put you know, a couple tens of millions of dollars together, help out Donald Trump. You know, you're gonna get that money back. Like, you right. know, I mean, if I had half a billion dollars and I could loan it to Donald Trump, I'd be there in a heartbeat, man. I mean, that guy's done more for America and for the world than anybody else I've ever known. Right. And like you said, dude, that's going to go to appeal and it's totally going to get overturned. It is so it is so egregious and like outside of the realm of any precedent that's ever been set with anything even like it that the second it goes, I, the second it goes to the appeals, I mean, they're going to get rid of it. So it's not like you would. I mean, I guess there's always that risk, but likely speaking, you wouldn't lose that money. So like you're saying. Yeah. And but can't you get in a lot of trouble with that sort of stuff? Like didn't remember like Bannon and and them with the build the wall. Well, give some go. I mean, if I had the give send go in front of me so I could look at it, then I, you know, honestly, I don't think that Bannon and and uh, and Brian Colfage did anything Colfage. wrong. I don't I mean, either. Yeah, you know, they had an organization, okay, and the organization had you know people that were being paid to work there and to run it. So. You know, they had expenses. And so that money was for the expenses of the build the wall campaign. It's oh, yeah. ridiculous to imagine that an organization with people working there were going to take, you know, do it all for free and then also, you know, take this money that was raised and only use it for building materials. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's basically what the claim is that they scammed people. I don't think they did. And, you know, and if I'm yeah. if I've got it wrong with the gifts and go for uh that elena cardone set up you know by all means let me know about it but um you know it, it's my understanding in in looking it up that if you have a campaign uh you know you're raising money you basically say whatever it is and you leave it open-ended you collect the money and yes you could get in trouble but i mean somebody has to be following it but uh, right. you know i mean someone started to give a give send go for me like when i got kicked off of youtube and they had to state, and maybe this was only because of the type of campaign that it was, that it was explicitly going to help me because I had gotten kicked off of YouTube. Okay. Um, you know, it was uh, uh, Gino. I don't, I don't know if Gino's here. He might be over there on, um, on Foxel. Uh, not, not Gino Revan. The, the other Gino. Um, there's a couple of Genos on. Fox. Okay, I probably yeah. I was drawing a blank at the minute. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so I, I don't know. And, and and maybe I'm thinking about it. Maybe I'm looking or thinking into it too hard. You know, I'm so used to looking for people shysting. But, um, 
you know, I don't know. I guess I felt like it would have been pretty easy for Elena to say, you know, this is officially going to the law offices of, you know, this person or, you know, the Trump organization or Donald Trump. But by leaving it open ended, uh, I don't think there's any restrictions on it. Definitely, dude, it definitely sounds shady. And the tattoo teacher here uh, saying she set up one for a friend one time. Oh, look at this. Hold on. Tattoo teacher says I set up one for a friend and to make her beneficiary, I had to provide her social security number. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so, so that is interesting that he is not a beneficiary and boy, that'd be, that's definitely going to be something to watch to see how much, uh, actually goes to him. I think and so. He, it's yeah. definitely something to keep an eye on. I mean, it's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, you know? definitely dude. I, I mean, like here's the, here's the other thing. Um, the, uh, you know, Ronna Romney McDaniel said she's stepping down from the RNC. The RNC took a major hit. Like nobody's donating to them. And the reason is because people are donating directly to Trump or, you know, people are, are donating to, you know, individual candidates and stuff. Nobody wants to donate to the RNC anymore because right. we know that money is not going to go to the candidates. You know, <laughs> like, why not donate it directly to the people who are going to benefit from it? Well, I don't blame them one bit. Uh, these people, I mean, the whole thing, so many of these organizations, especially the RNC, you see how biased they were. Uh, we saw it here in Alaska with Murkowski and the way they went about that. When clearly, dude, everyone I have talked to in this entire state, not that it's a ton of people, but it's my sample size is 100% Republican and 100% don't like Murkowski. And she won and the RNC threw lots of money at her and basically uh, said, screw um, I think it was Kelly Sheba was going, was going against her and it's just they are the establishment they have totally just in where they spread their money around to what candidates and what they do mm. have ex have exposed themselves as part of the machine so i would just i would absolutely track with going to individual candidates and individual campaigns who you like and people who you say you know what before you do donate that money blindly Take an evening, look into them, see what you can find, see if you like their policies, see what you think of them as a person. There's lots of information online about lots of people these days, and that's how you can know your money is going to a good place. Absolutely. I think you're totally right. Well, so now that you know, I took us on that tangent, Brad, how are you? How are you, Brad? I'm okay. I, w I woke <laughs> up in a kind of a jerky mood today, but I, I feel infinitely better after being here and hanging out, man. This is so. me reaching through the interwebs and giving you a digital hug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I was arguing with some liberals yesterday, and I thought I was going to wake them up. And then I went on, to, did my show, and then I came off, and then all the responses were just them, like, pouring on with, like, Occupy Democrats-level cringe responses. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like... All right. I guess that's that. I don't know. It's just sometimes it is a little depressing. Although I got to admit, I'd be a fool to think that they're all real people. Sure. There are people yeah. just literally just there to blindly argue and blindly deny everything you're saying. And there's all the same things, right? One of them even went to, did I tell you about the great, what is they called? The great switch when they pretend like the party switched in the 60s. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, sure thing. Yeah, yeah they switched from terrorizing black people to terrorizing white people. It was a real big switch with the Democrats. I can't believe you support a man who got peed on by two Russian hookers in a 
in the in the in the Trump Hotel in Russia. Dude, it's so it's bad. Eye opening. Some of the th some of the rebuttals that clearly have not reached their side, and you're just like, dude, that's been debunked for five years. Like it's not like five months, not five days, like years now. <laughs> Uh, crypto, Classic. crypto moron says, Zach, I could care less about your job. Okay. <laughs> what makes a good vape? The good vape. <clears throat> it, it's, <laughs> I'll be happy to tell you. I'll be happy to tell nice. you. Uh, so it's, it's a combination of a couple things. First of all, you're looking for value. All right. You, you want to get puffs per purchase, right? Okay. So these guys that are smoking right here, 7,000 puffs per purchase. I don't go below 5,000. They have to have at least 5,000. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if it's between five and 10, that's great. That's perfect. I can deal with that because I can stretch it out. All right. And then you're looking for flavor, flavor, absolutely flavor. So in my tank mod right here, and by the way, this is a uh, a geek vape. I don't know what the specific model is, but it's a single battery. I've just got it at 45 watts and that's uh, perfect. Uh, also in, in, in the, in the mod, you want to have at least uh, a, a single mesh coil, uh, but I prefer a double mesh coil because you're going to get more vape that's getting heated up in an even space and you're going to get bigger clouds. They're going to be better flavor. So in my mod, I have coastal clouds, pineapple guava. The flavor is superb. A nice little uh, tropical bite. Okay. Hint of sweetness. Not too much, just enough. All right. Not to make you feel like you're uh, sucking on uh, uh, like Kool-Aid or something like that, but it's definitely some good flavor. And then in uh, in my disposables, I've got Funky Republic. It's a 7000 hit uh, disposable and the flavor is Pomelo Pearl Grape. And then over here, I have a Kato bar, which is a 5000 hit. That's my floor. All right. And the flavor is Sakura Grape. Both of these are so good. You, just delicious absolutely delicious all right and See, this uh, is me... why i quit smoking and, and you still vape because that all sounds like fun and exciting and when i smoked it was like marlboro reds <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like the thought of smoking a marlboro red right now is like makes me want to puke yeah, either that so... or then when i was on my menthol kicks newports but yeah occasionally that's I why i was able to quit cool and the yours is like it's like you're at a hookah party i yes exactly <laughs> and crypto wants to know four or two ohms to 0.25. Ah, yeah. dude, someone should clip that and send that to some vape companies. I would totally pretend to vape for, <laughs> for vape sponsors. <laughs> That's great. Um, so, uh, so yes, now, now this is what I have right here. I also have a closet that's full of so many different flavors because, you know, I'll go through cycles where like, I won't smoke mods at all and I will only have disposables. Uh, during the summer months, because I'm outside a lot more, I don't want to carry around a whole bunch of stuff and I don't want the weight. And obviously I'm out walking the dogs and stuff. So I'll just carry like one disposable. And um, yes. And there you go. You now, see Zach with like a Ghostbuster backpack. I've got a fanny pack sometimes that I would take if, if I want like more than one thing. I'll, I'll probably wear it. Lisa's so embarrassed to go outside with me. <laughs> no, man. Fanny packs do need to be brought back because they're so <laughs> convenient and awesome. And the 90s were a good time when you're allowed to wear them briefly. And if you're a 45-year-old man, like, you know, <laughs> your self-respect is already long gone by that point. Like, you know, who cares? It's all about comfort. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, speaking of uh, potential <laughs> or real sponsors... 
we do have one of our most wonderful sponsors here, Zach. Our <laughs> friends at Feel the Greens. And you know what I don't do I don't do many healthy things in my life. Drinking Feel the Greens is actually one of them though. And you guys can come on this journey with me. It's literally one scoop a day. Tastes great. I personally like the belly the berry flavor, which goes in my belly. And it's completely improved my life. This is nutrition the way nature intended. Now, typically, what I've noticed from it is a lot more energy. I sleep better throughout the night. And I'd say my stomach is feels better. You know, it doesn't get unsettled. So just an overall better, healthier feeling. But it's feel the greens is radically different than other drinks of this sort. Each organic fruit and vegetable medically chosen to support heart and vital organ health. It's probably why it translates so well. And I trust them to keep me healthy as Feel the Greens has a 100% money back guarantee. You can't beat that. And we hear we got you 50% off your first order plus free rush shipping. So you guys go to feelthegreens.com. Use the promo code ALTERED. Again, that's promo code ALTERED. Feel the Greens dot com it's freaking awesome I absolutely love feel the greens i know you do you drink it every single morning right i was drinking mine yeah. at night no I, I love it i love it uh lisa's favorite is the berry and i just like the That's green really. one i want to try the blue i they haven't sent me the blue i, I and you yeah, haven't tried the blue yet either i i'm partial to blue stuff to be honest with you i i like uh i like blue raspberry i just like yes. raspberries but blue raspberry tends to taste better than red raspberry stuff to me Yes, I like if I'm gonna grab like a Powerade or some kind of drink, I, I will pretty much go blue over any Always. other color. Always so I agree. Blue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can't go wrong. No, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, feel the greens is oh. awesome, man. So, um, we were we said we were gonna talk about um, President Trump's legal legal jeopardies here. The uh, yes. uh, what's going on? All right. So we mentioned Angoran. All right. Did you? Oh, did you see that uh, uh, James O'Keefe figured out what gym Angoran worked out at, oh and God, he got a membership yes. there, and he came in to work out, and the guy at the counter was like, "He's like, oh, dude, I freaking love you." He was like, "I'm a big fan." He's like, "He's like, I know who you are. I know exactly why you're here." And he was like, "Oh, you do?" And he was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "When's he normally here?" And he's like, "Right now." Oh. <laughs> So, my God! He walks over there, and Ngoran is like, you know, he's doing reps, and uh, and he's just so gross. The guy's so gross, and um, and James walks up and he's like, "Listen, I just want to tell you, I, I'm such a fan. I'm such a fan of your work. What you did to Trump is just amazing." And he and and Ngoran kind of played dumb at first. He was like, "Yeah, what, what do you mean?" And he was like, "Oh, come on, man, don't do that." <laughs> he, was like, he just kept buttering him up, like you know, fist bumping him, shaking his hand. He's like, "We got to get all those manga people out of New York." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah." You know, he was like, he he wasn't like overtly saying anything that he shouldn't, but it was quite clear that he was enjoying uh, the adulation. He 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 liked that somebody came up and was like, "Hey, you know," but um, I I guess that they've got hidden camera footage of Ngoran like creeping on young girls in the gym. And, oh, really? Yes. And they showed one video where this girl, like, I don't you know, you know, if you ever been to a gym, the last thing you want to do is like pin somebody on a piece of equipment. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This girl's like on some equipment. I think she's, she's, she might be doing, I don't know, whatever this is. <laughs> it's not, not exactly a bench press, but it's like sitting up and she's, you know, 
moving with this this machine. And, yeah. and Gorn is right there. He like like he's basically almost standing with his with one of his legs between her legs. And he's like six inches from her face. And she eventually goes like this. And like, you know, like get back, get back, get back. And uh and and then he was like, Oh, <laughs> but not a uh, fan of Tales from the Crypt, I see. What? No, what? No, I used to love Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> no, about? I no her. Oh, she <laughs> <laughs> looks like the Crypt Keeper. He does look like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> oh, I never thought about that. That's great. Perfect. Oh my god, I, I, so it perfect. literally just came to me. I kind of need the. I, I feel like memes are in order, of that such. Oh, I agree. I agree. Dude, yeah, I I know what people were saying. It was kind of like a nothing burger with the James O'Keefe, but it's still just great to see him. Just trolling and like getting like the fact that people don't recognize him. How do people not know who he is yet? That just shows how disconnected that other side is from anything we're doing unless it's thrown on them. Like the people who finally get it thrown on them, they typically come around and we're like, dude, we're sorry. I didn't realize so-and-so was showing me blah, 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 blah. You guys are right. And then I start looking at other stuff. You're right about everything. But... If you don't do that, if someone in some of their lives aren't doing it, I have to assume it's the liberals who only hang out with liberals and only mm -hmm. watch what they're going to watch. Yeah. They are disconnected. And that's like I was saying what was bothering me uh, last night and, and even this morning a little. With some of those responses, I was like, these people are throwing out wholly debunked garbage at me. Totally blinded. No clue. And it's like there were some people who were just completely cut off from reality. And that has to be the people who are falling for James O'Keefe. Because the, the gay mustache was the freaking best. Or would he have glasses on? Is that all yes. it was? He looked like yeah. freaking Clark Kent. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. it, like not even a believable disguise. But um, you know, the other funny thing is he was wearing an OMG shirt. And, like, I'm pretty sure it said <laughs> O'Keefe Media Group. And oh he told God. him, he was like, my name's Jim. He was wearing a beanie. That was the only disguise he had on, a beanie. <laughs> and I, I guess he was wearing a cutoff shirt, so he wasn't wearing his normal suits. Um, it's uh, it's a hide in plain sight, right? Absolutely hide in plain sight. So I, I, I tend to think that this is going to be an introductory video. I mean, he, he made mention of more instances of Ngoran, you know, invading women's personal space. So... I mean, if they set up shop there for like a week, maybe they actually had somebody who worked out there, knew that Ngoran worked out there. They got the cameras and stuff from James. They set themselves up, you know. Um, so I, I'm waiting to see that. I mean, it'll it'll be a much better expose if it turns out that there's another half hour of footage of Ngoran like propositioning young women or trying to get their phone numbers so that he can send them shirtless selfies with, oh uh, God, dude. yeah, with his nasty self. <laughs> All right. And here's the other thing, Brad. You got to remember. Barfangs, our next sponsor. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Probably. And Goran, shirtless and Goran is so, certainly not good for his stomach. You guys might want to eat some, order some Field of Greens to settle it. There you go. There you go. Get in it. Get it in you while you, need, while you can. Um, no, I was just going to say that you got to remember, like 90% of those people that you were engaging with are probably not even really people. I know. Like, yeah, it's so true. It's 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 a fruitless effort. You know, the reason that they are recycling that old propaganda, those narratives, those tired narratives that have been completely like just, you know, absolutely debunked uh, before this point. <laughs> you know, it's it's because 
it's because they're they're working off old material that is uh has just been recycled over and over again and they're probably not a real person like they've got a, a set series of stories that they're supposed to go out there and push and you know, and even if they are real people they do exist in that bubble and nothing's going to change yeah. their mind the only thing that changes the mind of a person like that is when they experience the the the, the painful reality of what's happened to this country themselves. And, you know, if they're like a typical, uh, you know, Fifth Avenue white liberal, it's probably not going to happen. Like they're, right. they, they are firmly ensconced in that bubble that, uh, that, that, that uh, crystal uh, or perhaps even diamond bubble that they exist in there. Nothing's going to bring them out of it. Yeah. I guess that's the problem with a lot of them is yeah. it's funny. Cause they always, right. Isn't the talking part point about the Republicans is that, they're all rich and they they cover for their rich friends. Yeah. It's like every Repul every right wing person I've met throughout my life, like ninety-nine out of a hundred of them are just working class and or middle class people. And like I'd say a good thirty percent of liberals I've met in my life are mm -hmm. filthy freaking rich. Like all the rich people I've ever met are snooty liberals. So it's kind of ironic. I guess in a way, I, I I wonder how many of them ever have that realization where they just um, wait. Wait, are we the baddies? No. <laughs> That's my favorite. That's absolutely. I just favorite. watched that the, the, the other day for the first time. It's so good. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I sent it to John for the first time the other night too. It's awesome. funny. I used to we, always love Shaun of the that. Dead. We should play that so that people know what we're talking about. <laughs> Hang on, I, I've got I've got the, yeah, the three minute version it. queued up. I love it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, we've all had those realizations. It's not like we're like, yeah, we've been right since day one. Like, dude, I was like a, a GW Bush simp for a long time. Like, I, I was literally the guy on Facebook who was posting Miss Me at like memes and shit. <laughs> like, I was wrong. Sorry. That's funny. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. <laughs> Okay, you guys, uh, check this out. This right here is literally something that will probably happen to every liberal today. But, you know, also uh, when we realized that the Nazis actually won World War II. Here we go. Very well. Hear that? They're coming. Now we'll see how these Russians deal with a crack SS division. Hands. Have courage, my friend. Yeah. Uh, Hans, I've just noticed something. These communists are all cowards. Have you looked at our caps recently? Our caps? The badges on our caps. Have you looked at them? What? No. A bit? They've got skulls on them. <laughs> have you noticed that our caps have actually got little pictures of skulls on them? I don't, so... Uh... Hans... Are we the baddies? <laughs> we should be able to hold them at this point here, at least for a few hours. And why skulls, though? <laughs> why skulls? Well, maybe they're the skulls of our enemies. Maybe. But is that how it comes across? I mean, it doesn't say next to the skull, you know, yeah, we killed him, but trust us, this guy was horrid. Well, no, but... I mean, what does skulls make you think of? 
death, cannibals, beheading, um, pirates. Pirates are fun. Pirates. I wouldn't say you weren't fun, but fun or not, pirates are still the baddies. <laughs> I just can't think of anything good about a skull. What about pure Aryan skull shape? <laughs> is more usually depicted with the skin still on. <laughs> Whereas the Allies... No, oh, you haven't been listening to Allied propaganda. Of course they're going to say we're the bad guys. But they didn't get to design our uniforms. <laughs> and their symbols are all, you know, quite nice. Stars, stripes, lions, sickles. What's so good about a sickle? Well, nothing. And obviously, if there's one thing we've learned in the last thousand miles of retreat, is that Russian agriculture is in dire need of mechanisation. <laughs> but you've got to say, it's better than a skull. I mean, I really can't think of anything worse as a symbol than a skull. Uh, rats... Anus? Yeah, and if we were fighting an army marching under the banner of a rat's anus, I'd probably be a lot less worried. (laughs) 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 Okay. So... We're the baddies. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I gosh. love it. I do too. Yeah. Mitchell and Webb are great. Um, <laughs> they have a, a, a show too, uh, uh, like a sitcom that they did called Peep Show. Oh, really? Was that before or after? Because that was well, like a decade ago, right? Yeah. That show? It, yeah Peep Show was first. Peep Show was Peep first. Show first? Nice. It might have even been like concurrent for a period with their uh, sketch comedy show. That's cool. Yes. Yes. I love British yeah. Yes, it, I, I love good ironic humor. Mm-hmm. Where some people, I, I think that, I feel like they're akin to dad jokes. Oh yeah. Sometimes they're kind of like cousins of each other, but I always like that kind of ironic, observational humor. Yes. But mm-hmm. one thing that uh, I think is is going to be pretty cool and humorous to see them all backtracking is the Supreme Court is going to going to look into Trump's federal election trial. They gave a date finally. They said it, I have the thing here. They said uh, the week of April 22nd. So they'll be hearing well, arguing, it, hearing it right, yeah. On April 22nd. Uh I have they said how many days they're going to devote to the arguments? So it's pretty quick here. I don't think they've said that, but it says uh, support neither party. You're going to be filed by Tuesday. Nah, it's just quick. Anything's supposed to be filed by uh, the 8th, 15th. They're just going to start hearing them during the week of. I mean, that sounds like maybe it'll be that week, yeah. just that week. But I wonder how much they would... Uh actually like if they would give them a full five days or maybe they're going to give i wonder how many lawyers they're going to have presenting like if it would be a, a number of attorneys for donald trump or if it would be one main attorney it would be you know who will be the attorney for the department of justice um i mean because this is obviously one of the most complicated legal decisions 
that's ever going to be made. I, I mean, I think the Supreme Court probably going to want to cover all of their bases. Now, the, here's the thing. No matter how long they give them to present for each side, um, I, I think that the, the questions that the Supreme Court will be asking uh, should give us a pretty good indication about where they're going to fall. I mean, you know, obviously the, sure. the Colorado yeah. case, you know, I mean, uh, it was it was quite clear that they were not buying the argument that uh, the Colorado lawyers were trying to lay down. Um, right. But there still hasn't been a solid no. uh, decision on that. Right. No, no, no. But I'm not worried about it. That, that's why yeah, I'm not worried about it either. Yeah. yeah. That uh, what about what about Maine? Nothing on that either. Right. Maine, Illinois, um, Chicago. Well, well, I know Illinois every, just happened, but every other state that has attempted to ban Trump. Um, there's a couple that, you know, at the state level, they already overturned it. Um, someone in the in the chat earlier said that Illinois just banned yeah. Trump from the ballot. Yeah, um, Illinois just jumped on the bandwagon. But I yep. mean, I assume whatever is dictated, whatever winds up happening with Colorado is probably going to double will. for both. Yeah, it, it, it will. It will apply to any other state. So th there, yeah. there will be there will be no no possibility in my mind that any of these states will be able to keep Trump off the ballot. I mean, in terms of like the paperwork and the timing and stuff, he will already be on the ballot. Like there, there's no getting him off of there. And well, they already um, started early uh, voting. I yes, think in Colorado. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, and even the decision with Colorado, I mean, it was largely symbolic. They were just looking to get headlines and rage bait from people out there in the, in, in popular culture. Um, because, you know, I mean, the, the decision itself was stayed by the Colorado Supreme Court because they knew that Donald Trump wasn't really going to get taken off the ballot. Um, but what I was going to say is most important about this Supreme Court decision on his immunity is that there is there's no time limit that the Supreme Court has with which they must come back with a decision. And the entire case will be postponed. Uh, at, at, at a minimum until, you know, they come out with this decision. Now, whenever that is, it could be, you know, before the election, it could be after the election. Um, and even they could even just wait and allow the, the election to happen and then say, well, now the decision is moot. So because Trump is president again, so he's got immunity. And now we're not going to make any decision at all. Uh, so yeah, that I, actually feels like something they would do. Pass the buck. Yeah, they don't want it. They don't yeah. want to do it, really. <laughs> it, it's funny. It's kind of like um, they're in a lose-lose situation in the Supreme Court since they've been in. So since Trump had three picks, anytime they go against Trump, everyone on our side is like, oh, my God, you're supposed to just do everything right wing since you were picked. And then every time they go for, like, Trump or anything on the right, the left is like, well, that's because he stacked up the Supreme Court. So, like, literally, any, they can never win no matter which way they go. So mm -hmm. it's kind of in a weird position. But, I mean, I still like our chances the way it is. Yeah. I, I, honestly, everything is – it's it's going to be just business as usual. A lot of what we're seeing is uh, it simply attempts to rile up the general public. I mean, they're throwing a lot of Hail Marys. Anything they can do to try to stop President Trump. Uh, yeah. But it's it's just it, it's not going to be successful. It and strengthens him, dude. Yes, it does. Yeah. Every single time, every single time they try to do it, it makes the public more resolved to ensure that he gets back into office and more and more people are coming over to him. You know, I mean, you, you look at what the Democrats are focused on. They're trying to stop Trump. 
They're trying to overrun the country with illegals. And that's backfiring right now. I mean, did you hear what happened down in Georgia? This uh, this Larkin. Um, I don't know. I forgot. Hang on. I got to I got to find her number. Her name is Larkin something or other. I'm not certain, but um, yeah. she was murdered by an, an, an illegal alien here. She oh, is. like from Venezuela, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Um, it's funny because sorry, in Lake, the, the Lake money. Well, what? Lake and Riley. Lake and Riley. That's yes. Name, yeah. Yeah, it's it's ironic that it was a Venezuelan. I'm almost certain, but I could check that in a second. Uh, no, it immigrant. Is. It is. Because that is specifically who you know the UN has been yes. taking money and they send sending money to help the migrants. In in the back end, I think I even mentioned at the end of one of these shows, uh, if in the fine print of a lot of their edicts of the people mm -hmm. of the companies that they're giving the money to to do their things. They actually prioritize specifically Venezuelan migrants yeah. in there and well, ones that are breaking the law. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. what the hell? So that should be a, a an eye opener for that. Yeah. So so the, the Venezuelans are coming up through the Darien Gap. Uh, and that's basically where all of these illegals from all over the world, they're all entering on that same path and then, you know, coming up through the southern border and yeah, kind of bottlenecks them all there. Yes, yes. And and another reason they're doing it is because of what you mentioned. I mean, there are NGOs set up all along there uh, specifically designed to give aid to these people as they're coming up. And what's ironic is that the, the DHS is even funding some of them. They're giving grants to these NGOs to help with the transfer of these migrants through the southern border. And uh, and as a result of that, you know, people are being killed. Uh, this young woman, Lake and Riley, she was brutally murdered in Athens, Georgia. Uh, this guy wasn't just an illegal alien from Venezuela. He was a criminal illegal alien from Venezuela, uh, and he totally entered America illegally. Uh, this was not supposedly a sanctuary city. Uh, however, you know, there are still sanctuary city policies that are in place. And the uh, there there was a um, uh, the mayor who is a Democrat. Uh, he was uh, attempting to kind of whitewash over the fact that this happened. Um, and it, it's, you know, this this is not an isolated case. We've got cases all over yeah. the country. Every freaking day I open up the news and I'm like, I don't want to talk about some kid or some girl getting murdered by somebody who wasn't supposed to freaking be here. Somebody who already had contact with the, the authorities, somebody who got let back out into the population, somebody who was unable to be deported because they got stuck in a sanctuary city and the, and the city government wouldn't allow them to be arrested. But every single day, it's another case. It's another case. It's another case. And it's not just conservatives who are suffering as a result of it. It is every single American, regardless of race, creed, color, national origin, and most, most offensively, it is for the people who came here legally. Like, you know, we talked about earlier on in the show, the people in Dearborn, you know, those, those, those were real refugees. Those yeah. were people who were escaping uh, persecution and war, and oftentimes uh, war that was put into action through the actions of the neocons here in the United States of America so that we could per perpetuate that uh, that never ending uh, uh, system of death and continue to sell weapons, continue to sell uh, uh, depleted uranium and and uh, and the M1 uh, tanks and you know, all of it. I mean, yeah. we our military industrial complex 
makes a, just a shit ton of money. Like there's no other way to put it. And, you know, we pump money into both sides and then we're borrowing money from the central bankers and it just keeps this never ending cash flow. And then people, the little guys are just like hamsters on a treadmill, you know, just trying to keep up with the pace of life, with the cost of living and trying not to get murdered when you go jogging in the morning or trying to make sure that some illegal who doesn't have a driver's license but still has a job at, at DoorDash, I don't know how the hell that works, uh, isn't going to run into you uh, or run over you. You know, I mean, just like it, there are so many people who are affected by it and the, the legal immigrants, their sacrifice has been lessened as a result of the illegals that have just been allowed to stream into the country. And, you know, you think about yeah. like how many people came here legally. I mean, I've known a couple of people who emigrated to the United States and, you know, I don't ever, they never told me that they got like a $10,000 American express credit card <laughs> or like free places to live or like food stamps or anything like that. I mean, they came here because they wanted to try to work. They, they wanted to integrate into the fabric of American society. And uh, and well, now, didn't G uh, Corinne Jean Pierre right? Corinne uh, Jean Pierre. She said, uh, "Yeah, whatever her freaking name is." <laughs> and uh, someone had said, "Oh, well, you're gonna give the regular immigrants money?" And she was like, "No, why would we do that?" Like, well, you're <laughs> giving it to illegals. And then she backtracked and humming a humming. It was a couple months ago. I, I forget. Wow. I should try and find that clip. But yeah, that I, I mean, I, it's funny because it serves so many purposes. Everything you just said is so spot on. And I think also too is uh, it it serves to collapse us. I think every mm -hmm. I think the grand scheme is to collapse us into a much more controllable third world nation that they can just kind of use. Then okay. and it's more controllable and yep. people are less free. Kind of just have like a work system. We were kind of a work slave system for the longest time, and I think that's what the war machine and that's what flooding the border does. Yeah. There's actually uh, I want to share this. This is from Elon Musk, I think earlier today or yesterday, and this was an interesting thought. It said dams are bursting all over the country. America is only four percent of the Earth's population. If only one percent of the rest of the Earth's moves here that would crush all essential services i'm ringing the alarm because the flood of illegals crushing the country one i think it's really cool that he's just so blazingly brazenly speaking out about stuff mm -hmm. but, you know one uh, percent of the earth's population is 80 million yeah. and we're not as far away from that i think as people would think especially if you're considering the last 30 years of illegals coming over the border absolutely yeah i mean we're already on the brink of complete collapse as a result of this unrestricted migration. And, you know, I mean, I, I shudder to think how, how much more uh, it, it are going to enter between now and November and between now and January, because realistically, yeah. uh, you know, mid January is the, is the earliest that anything realistic can be done about it. But, you know, I mean, along with how much money has been spent on them since they arrived, can you imagine the expense that the United States is going to put out there just to capture and 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 to repatriate them, you know, to oh, yeah. deport them? I mean, that's going to be a lot of money, a lot of money. Yes, yes. That's going to hurt in itself. I mean, it's still worth it, but you're right. Even the fix, once everything's said and done, mm -hmm. say it all gets it all gets fixed, they deport a whole bunch of them, we finish building the wall, and then Trump goes, 
right? Or we all kind of collectively as a country go, wow, that was wild freaking 20 years. It's We're still going to have to then rebuild the economies and, and coffers back up after that because that's just the whole experience beginning to hopefully one day end is just a total uh, stress test on our system. And uh, yeah, it's it's going to be wild to see it go down. I do believe it will go down. When Trump was in, they, they deported a lot of people and they showed that it could have been done. Poured a lot of MS-13 from New York, which was mm-hmm. really nice for a little while there. Probably yeah. from around the country, but I know at the very least in New York, they were, they were specifically going after MS-13 and they're specifically pretty nasty. <laughs> so... It, I think that's it's, it's it, there's no way around it. I mean, it is going to have to happen. I, I mean, yeah. the United States will not be able to survive with these people that are just, you know, hanging out derelict, you know, sucking off the system. I mean, you've seen what's happened in New York. It's a madhouse, you know, and all of those people are yep. so entitled. They, they're they not coming because yeah, yeah. they want to be Americans. They're coming because they want to take advantage of American generosity. Oh, and definitely. Yes. And and uh, I think that it's probably going to create an opportunity for uh, a lot of federal jobs, uh, you know, perhaps temporarily. But I mean, maybe they can divert from other agencies. You know, tell you what, if those 80,000 or so IRS agents want to keep a job with the federal government, let's put them in charge of uh, kicking out and rounding up all of the illegals that have come through since uh, since Joe Biden took power. Uh, and maybe yeah. we can free up a lot of, of that money that I'm saying we're going to need uh, by slicing a lot of the fat in terms of the federal government and all these agencies that are redundant. If you look at the, uh, the the same thing that exists at the state level. I think they, there's a lot of fat that could be chewed on many different levels. It, it's funny, dude, if you just let trump and us if you just put like regular people in to re kind of establish the the government or the governing body that we wish to go over to states we could this country could be as close to a utopia as people want it to be the the Mm -hmm. things that they sell the the voters probably on both sides really but especially on the left side like it's going to be this utopia great for everyone they that would actually be the case if we got our way so mm-hmm. as much as they think they hate us there's going to be one day where we're like damn all right guys we're sorry my bad and hopefully hopefully it comes sooner or later but i understand it's going to be a process and i think the longer it takes the more staying power it have i've heard oh, that yes yes i've heard because, that said a while ago and it really stuck with me because the because people are are getting to the point where they understand that it's a necessity. Like there's no pussyfooting around here. Like this is not playing politics. This is about life and death. This is the survival of the nation and the survival of you and your family. So it has to happen. There's no way around it. Speaking of the survival of my family, I wanted to show you this. Everybody in the audience might enjoy this. Okay. So this is called a fast holster. It's a magnetic holster that oh, cool. that screws into the bottom of my desk. I put it right here underneath, and my Glock sticks to it because it's magnetic. <laughs> <laughs> so I will have my, cool. my Glock at hand at any time I want to. So, you know, should the worst come to worst, I've got it uh, handy, so to speak. <laughs> when they come for me, I'll be sitting at my desk with a gun in my hand wearing a bulletproof vest. 
<laughs> that's about it. That's about it. Oh my god, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah, it was neat. I um okay, and so for anybody who's uh you know who who understands the way that magnetic fields work, if it was uh if it was two magnets, there would be a danger of transferring uh, the magnetic field to the gun, but because they have three magnets, it's uh it's north south north. It uh, it it cancels out that transferability, and so it keeps it here in the magnet. It's pretty sweet. Wow, pretty that sweet. is pretty awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, uh, let's see, Brass Cubes. Hey, what's up, dude? Good to see you. I met Brass Cubes this past weekend. Uh, oh, sick! At, at the Lakeland meetup. He says a dude from Guatemala came into our bank yesterday. He wanted to open an account. He gave me his passport. It had zero stamps in it. Told him to go to Chase. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Chase, yeah. dude. Come on in. Uh, and then let's see. Um, Anarchy says, can't watch live tonight, gentlemen. Assuming this is a fantastic show as always. God bless. Looking forward to watching tomorrow. And uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it. And then Branty Mom says, so if Trump loses appeal, who gets the fine money? Where does it go? And great show, guys. So, you know. I, there's I, no victims. It, well, I mean, that's the thing. The state of New York would just keep it. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're not going to be distributing anything to any of the banks. Uh, that's Jeez. just going to be their money, and they're going to hang on to it. It's a, it's a, it's a cash grab. It's, a, it's wholesale robbery. Yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> pretty much, dude. It's like they have ramped up their corruptions. Once they knew we were onto them, we're like, hey, they know anyway. And then just yeah. freaking, it's either that or we just notice it more now. But yeah, it's going pretty nuts. Uh, so Fredo says, turns out the Gorilla Grip <laughs> Gorilla Grip Pussy Pal was Hannah Gutierrez Reed, armorer for the movie, Rust and not Fanny. Still sounds funny. Still funny, she sounds fun. So Hannah Gutierrez Reed, she was the uh <laughs> Gorilla Grip Pussy Pal. I don't know if I fully understand the reference, but she was the grip on Rust, the movie that uh Alec Baldwin killed his director of photography. Uh, whose uh, husband, I believe she, he worked for, um, I think he, I think he worked for Perkins Coy. Yeah. <sighs> but, tangled um, web. Yes, it is. So, but Alec Baldwin, you know, he's charged with manslaughter once again. And yeah, uh, yeah they recharged him, right? Just recently. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and he says also Mohap. <laughs> can't forget Mohap guys. Also can't forget the concern about the $6 trillion at stake in the upcoming 2024 election, which if you worry the Wall Street Journal, they do report a critical issue, the looming decision on extending tax cuts scheduled to expire after 2025. Republicans advocate, obviously, for extending Trump's tax cuts while the Democrats lean towards letting them expire and increasing taxes on top earners and corporations, potentially creating a massive $6 trillion gap. But fear not, there is a way to protect yourself from this impeding threat. You can join the thousands of hardworking Americans who are taking proactive steps to safeguard their savings. Go to BadlandsGold.com, your free 2024 gold and silver kit, and fortify everything you've worked for. You may even qualify for up to 10% back in bonus silver, but you have to hurry. Supplies are limited. So don't leave your financial future to chance. You want to act now and diversify and shield your savings against the uncertainties ahead. Get your free 2024 gold and silver kit today at Badlands Gold. 
com take control take control of your financial destiny and you can't go wrong with gold gold or silver no not at all it's a physical asset i mean i get a lot of things about i i i like the idea of all different currencies and all that stuff i i do but something that's physical there physically gold and silver i honest to god just think that is always your safest bet and it's it stays pretty even it's it's good for long-term savings i feel i absolutely agree and you know i mean if let's see people are always worried about a digital dollar you know but like yeah. your 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 money's all digital in the bank as I it know. is you yeah know? it's like do you not have a debit card what do you think yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if the world goes to if the world goes to pot and uh and you can't get to the bank or they shut down or something like that then yeah you better hope you've got some gold and silver laying around because otherwise you know there or you've got the ability to produce some sort of work product that you're going to be able to trade um somebody had sent me this link here earlier in the show i told you so by a group called conspiracy music guru i guess it's banned on spotify it's from three years ago um but i would say that you know it's probably full of truth <laughs> no matter what it's just more is is has been proven to be true by now so i just wanted to let you know that i will be listening to this later on should we listen to it live or is that yeah, we, too we can we risky. can yeah sure it's only four minutes um fredo also that. says uh for reference on the gorilla grip comment okay let me pull it up here ah uh, okay okay <laughs> Oh my god, I get it. I get it now because I did not know this before. Oh, this is funny. Oh, is this for with uh, Bradley? If No, oh never mind. Here we go. Okay. Found out today Hannah Gutierrez Reed's cell phone was named Gorilla Grip Pussy Pal. That was literally what she had named her phone. Uh here we go. Which is 9284443555. What's the owner name of this phone? Um, the <laughs> would appear on a, a Bluetooth device is found on line uh, 32, which is uh, Gorilla Grip Pussy Pal. <laughs> <laughs> so Hannah Gutierrez yes. Reed, she's on trial right now um, for... Uh, for basically for some form of manslaughter or something like that as well. I don't even know where it's being broadcast. I haven't really okay, followed yeah. it. Um, but but that's funny. It's like uh, you know, like people will name the the their their <laughs> Wi-Fi like FBI surveillance van or something like that. Hey. Yeah, that's kind of funny. So if she was to if somebody was to look for Bluetooth connections, it would say Gorilla Grip Pussy Pal. Oh, oh God, God. what a world! Twenty twenty four guys. D twenty eight says, "Hey, that's my phone's name." Okay. <laughs> small world. <laughs> yes, very small world. Okay, so oh, here, yeah. let me pull up this song. And uh, let's take a listen. Someone was asking if Ben Stein is still alive. I just got to say, I used to totally love when Ben Stein's money. And I heard he's pretty awesome these days. Yeah, he's totally based. And yeah. I know he's out there on social media. I used to, I mean, it, and last time I saw him was on Twitter. It was years ago, but I know he's still alive. I wonder what Jimmy Kimmel things i wonder what he thinks of jimmy kimmel jimmy kimmel is probably wait wait was winston ben stein's money like did was jimmy kimmel on that show or something yeah he was the guy he was the the sidekick on there oh wow that's crazy it's old school yeah i had no idea okay here we go 
Level, oh yeah. Remember when I told you about 9 11? (laughs) Remember when I told you about Building 7? Remember when I told you about the fluoride in the water? (laughs) Yes, I did. Remember when I told you about the new world order? Remember that? Remember when I told you about the chemtrails in the sky? Remember when I told you that NASA was full of lies? Remember when I told you about the ultra mind control? Well, I just want to say that I told you so, yeah. There's about 40 people I want to send this Remember when I told you about 432 Hertz, that is. <laughs> Fall forward, it can't do to you. It hurts my ears. Remember when I told you about the vaccine agenda? Yes, I did. And that Michelle Obama is a transgender. <laughs> yes, he is. The dinosaur fraud, the climate change scam, and yes, Sandra Bullock is also a man. Remember when I told you that there ain't no clue? Well, I just want to say that I told you so. 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 Yeah. Remember when I told you about the TV flicker rate? (laughs) And how it puts your brain in an alpha state? Remember when I told you about germ theory? Remember when I told you about gravity? Remember that? Remember when I told you about Paul McCartney? Remember when I told you about direct energy? <laughs> Remember when I told you about Monsanto? Well, I just want to say that I told you so. I told you so. I told you so. Paul McCartney rabbit hole is fun. I yeah. you so. I told you so. Let me just say that he must have had that guitar made because that flat earth is inlaid in that neck. Yeah, yeah, he definitely had a special order that for sure. Yeah, yeah. And that looks like rosewood or something like that. Like that is that's a that's a sharp, sharp guitar. It's a fine looking guitar. It looks like a Les Paul almost, but the, the headstock doesn't. But the body does. I mean, is that is that common? Like, can like to get a neck replaced like that? Yeah, there's two types of guitars. One's the neck through, where the whole thing is one piece of wood. But then there are very common where the necks are bolted on, so you could change out a neck on something. Yeah, wow, definitely. Wow. 
Uh, and in case you're wondering, you guys, we're listening to Conspiracy Music Guru on YouTube. <laughs> oh, no, it is Solid Body. Huh? Take a look. Take a look. You can see the neck and the and the and the and the body come right together. Just one thing. Damn, dude. Yeah, so that's a custom made. Wow. I mean, I, I don't know how much that costs, but I imagine it's not cheap. Yeah, it's certainly not. <laughs> I suppose if you're a, a professional mu musician, like, you know, you're gonna do it. Uh and Kitsko says this guy is a concert guitarist. So, I mean, this is obviously what he does. I mean, yeah, he's riffing good, man. Yeah, as as someone who lifelong guitarist, I can tell you some nice licks he's throwing out there. Yeah, pretty badass. Remember when I told you about the mainstream media? Your so-called celebrities and pedophilia. Remember that child trafficking and that arena corona. Remember when I told you about the Georgia Guidestone? <laughs> Remember when I told you about the false flag operation? Remember when I told you about 5G radiation? Remember that I told you that... Well, I just want to say that I told you so. 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 Yeah. Rocket Savvy says there's a flat earth map on the body of the guitar. Oh, is there? Oh, oh, oh yeah. I, I can see quarter. it. I can see it. Yeah. I don't know. That's the one thing that has never resonated with me, Flat Earth. I've tried to watch things and I just, it, they lose me. I don't, uh, I've never, nothing has compelled me to get behind it, but the one, the hey, one, you know, crazier things have been real. I, I feel the same way. And the one thing that turns me off is when people like demand that you adhere to it. Like if, if you, if you're, if your mind is made up, like, you know, when, when people get angry at you, it's because, you know, because like I would never do that if somebody didn't believe something that I was trying to tell them about. But people get like, like just violently. Uh, I know. Violent. And it seems like the least important thing of all yeah. of them. Like, who the fuck yeah. cares? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, you know, I, I haven't gone to space. You know, <laughs> right. I haven't I haven't seen the globe hanging in the sky. So anyways, I feel like there's so many other things for us to to focus on and uh like if this really if this around. earth was a, a freaking dodecahedron, they would still be ruled by elites that we want to try and expose and do the same thing. Like yeah. it it doesn't change any of that. So I feel yeah. like I feel like step one, take it over. Step two, someone gets in a plane and hightails it <laughs> towards the freaking South Pole. And they're going to either have to bank a left really quick when they hit the edge, or they're going to wind up in Australia. Who the knows? End. Maybe like uh, like like the the physics of it are such that as you go straight, it's just going to force you to bend around, and you won't even know. <laughs> Could it. you imagine? It'll, yeah, it'll feel like you're going <laughs> in one direction, but you're actually just curving along the edge. I don't know. They <laughs> dude, you know what? Because that's where the magnetic poles in the north and south pole they oh, can yeah. definitely so do different weird things. First. Well, where is this coming How from? High are the stakes? Is that today, yours? Carrie was just describing. 
Hold I don't on. believe so. Well, first, I want what to the know heck? that makes me Ollie. Just make sure McCarthy knows that. <laughs> I, but, um, it, what it's, the heck? It, it's the deep it, state. It, this is the moment of truth that a lot of people have been waiting for. You know, this, yeah, is, this is a good opportunity. Easily spin if you are you in action. I have no attention. All Badlanders were purring pals and feathered friends. Say hello to Love Litters. 100% kiln-dried wood, free from chemicals, and oh-so-kind to Mother Earth. No dust, no mess, and no toxins. Just a lightweight solution that's gentle on your wallet and even gentler in your home. Love Litter's biodegradable litter is crafted from wood destined for landfills, giving it a new purpose in your pet's life. Cats absolutely love it. The astonishing formula works like magic to neutralize that notorious cat urine odor, keeping your home pine fresh and welcoming. For bird lovers, it zaps moisture from bird droppings, crumbling them away, all while being safe if pecked at or ingested. For reptiles and critters too. Love Litter's mix is crafted to dilute the pine scent, ensuring those little lungs stay happy and healthy. Plus, every 30 pound bag of Love Litter's will last up to six months, saving you money. So transform your pet care routine today by visiting badlandsmedia.tv slash litter. That's badlandsmedia.tv slash litter. And breathe easy with a litter that loves your pet as much as you do. Hey, Grazor says the earth is flat all the way around. Like <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, 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 that there was a tab that was like hidden on my computer that um, was somehow it started playing. I have no idea why. I hate that, dude. I've had that happen many times. Yeah. And then you have like 30 things open. You have to click on each one to see which one. And you don't want to necessarily close them. So uh, Fredo says whether the earth is flat or round really matters while our innocent young people are being raped, killed and uh, being raped and killed by illegals. People need to prioritize their focus, in my opinion. I mean, that's exactly how I feel about it. Like, you know, if you're rescuing a group of kids from the finders cult, they're not going to look at you with uh, doughy eyes and say, please tell me the truth about the firmament. Because it's the only thing that matters. <laughs> oh my God. People get so mad. They, you know, that's they the do, one thing that do. turns me off too. <laughs> it's like, like someone's here. And I, I love you guys. We say, you should read the Bible. I mean, I've definitely read the Bible. Uh, the things that they point to, uh, to say as proof that it's flat. I, I don't necessarily read it that way. I don't know. But yeah. to each yeah. his own. I've tried that. Like, I've well, listened to things. I, I think conspiracy theories are fun i've certainly entertained them all that one just i don't know there 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 are too many good arguments on the other side in my opinion so yeah i mean for for me like i'll i'll never know the truth until i try to go to space and bounce off the dome or something like that that's basically (laughs) it you know so definitely i would just say you can can like i one thing that loses me is is that part of it is to say that space is fake when like you can see space it's not like they like we're relying on nasa nasa isn't my eyeballs mm-hmm. you can go buy a, a freaking telescope i've looked through regular telescopes and like, i gotta tell you there are lots of stars behind the regular stars that you can see in a hundred dollar telescope you can see entire waves of other star clusters if you know where to look and you can go buy like it for about $3,000, which if it's your hobby, that's not a crazy amount of money to spend on something that's going to be a hobby for you. You can get huge Orion telescopes and look at 
the round planets and and uh, amazing millions of star clusters and all these cool stuff right in your backyard so it's not like some sort of like gatekeep gate kept thing space is definitely real that doesn't necessarily mean the earth is round but everything else is round so that's kind of one of one of my uh logical reasonings yeah i mean it's, it seems logical to me uh rebelnator said something about um what if we try to take a string and tie it all the way around the globe yeah yeah sure i mean if oh, uh, if, that, if that works you know that's you know i would think that that would be proof that the earth was round you know and in terms of you know the, the biblical argument um you know I, I guess i don't know how we know that what's being described is meant to be taken literally and not some sort of metaphorical interpretation, uh, because you know I would imagine that at that time the concept of space didn't even exist. And you know, I mean, obviously they talk about the heavens. You know, who's to say that space as we are perceiving it is exactly the way that we think it is? I mean, I, I don't know that we know, I, and I don't know that yeah. you know. Th there's all kinds of stuff that isn't in the Bible that I believe is real, like. I don't know, dinosaurs or Bigfoot, yeah. uh, you know, or all kinds of other, you know, crazy creatures. So, you know, I just, uh, although I am Christian and uh, I believe that the Bible is the, uh, uh, you know, the firmest in interpretation and, and, and like basis for a lot that we see here in, in the world. Um, yeah. I also think that it's highly possible that there was things that were interpreted in one way at that time that would be interpreted in a different way now. Yeah, and there's definitely uh, language barriers and the way things are, you know, is this like a perfect translation of the Sepulgent and uh, different things. There's all types that you could go down those rabbit holes a million ways to Sundays and, you know, going to Koine Greek versus ancient Hebrew and being translated into Latin and how these words translate into English. And sometimes there isn't even an English word that totally tracks with certain things in the Bible. You can, to some of the things can go a million ways. So as far as the firmament stuff, I don't know. I, I think these could, I, I don't necessarily think that the, the way those are laid out in the Bible, I've read them. I don't think they're necessarily saying what you guys think they're saying anyway. But uh, so it's not even like, oh, is that true or not? I think there are things that can be interpreted a bunch of different ways. And some people have ones they like. I just personally don't agree with them. But also, like you're saying, dude, I don't know. Space could totally be different. All I know is what I can see. I've looked through telescopes. It's really fun. I think if you guys, uh, if you're in the New Jersey area, the one cool place that you can go to is the is the liberty science center they have cool stuff like that and cool exhibits and telescope stuff and again you could just buy a telescope and see space certainly real you can actually look up the coordinates of the international space station and watch it so you know there's something's going on up there it doesn't necessarily again i don't think either one determines the size of the shape of the earth but if someone's trying to tell you space is fake that's invariably false also, there's no working model for flat Earth. The light is infinite. Light comes from the freaking sun. Whether you think it's closer or farther away, it's still coming infinite space to the Earth. And if it's if the Earth is flat, when it's lighting up the Siberia, it will also be <laughs> lighting up Europe and South America and everything because it'll just go. Light will go until it stops. 
So the fact that there's no working model for night and day around the Earth, other than the one that is determined with the Earth spinning while it's rotating the sun, which works perfectly mathematically, I'm going to go on the fact that it's a spherical object. So that's just my own personal thoughts. Uh, Fredo also says, wise men have postulated that if the Earth was flat, a cat would have pushed something over the edge of it by now. <laughs> That's a good one. Case in point. Uh, and there then, you uh, Keisha. <laughs> Cranop says, uh, to the two top, to the two, to the two content creators I've meant and known longest, uh, from the foxhole days, uh, oh, much love, no Cuomo, my friends. Bring it, sirs. Brad will be sending something that makes you go, hmm, soon. Hmm, that's already making me go home. That's interesting. I like the sound of it, though. And thanks, brother, man. Yeah, Cranop59 is a good friend. And he was a big help to Abby in, in Florida when she was not doing so good. And obviously, all you guys' prayers was a huge help, too, and, and everything. But, yeah, Cranop was, was there to the rescue, man. Good dude. Uh, Kitsko says, where does leap year come from? Because uh, right now it's a leap year. Tomorrow yeah. will be February 29th. Um, I mean, they they made up leap year because they recognized that uh, if they didn't, then the days would not align in the way that they that they wanted them to. But I mean, the, the calendar that we're operating on right now is not the same calendar that's been in place uh, for all eternity. Um I, and I, I've I've looked into the history of this before, but I don't have anything prepared on it right now. I well, just leap year. Well, I, I get with her point is yeah. it's saying the leap year is kind of proves round Earth because mm. you know when you're going around the sun, it, it's actually uh, 365 and a quarter days to go all the way around the sun, and so that every fourth year you have to add a day. All right. Well, you know, I did not want to get into a flat earth discussion at the end of the show. And that, that, <laughs> you're that's welcome. Exactly why I don't like it is because it always <laughs> ends so up uncomfortable. I think it's so stupid. I don't want to talk about it. I know. So. Sorry, man. <laughs> I take full responsibility. Well, <laughs> one thing we could talk about other than that is our friends at the wellness center, because life is unpredictable. If we learned anything these last four years, flat earth discussions suck. And no, it's that flat earth discussions are unpredictable. And while we can't pre possibly predict everything that might be thrown at us, we can prepare for it. Introducing two new emergency kits from the wellness company. These actually look really awesome. The first aid emergency kit for everything from sports activities to camping trips, compact and convenient. Kit contains critical prescription medications and supplies that everyone should have on hand. The travel emergency kit is specially designed for life on the go compact lightweight and loaded with essentials for any adventure so whether it's road trip or hike or just the unpredictability of daily life you'll be ready next level readiness is at your fingertips with emergency kits from the wellness company so stay one step ahead have to have peace of mind for the unpredictable you go to badlandsmedia.tv slash wtwc slash twc and use promo code badlands for an exclusive 10 percent discount and those look really cool. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of being prepared. So yeah. that's awesome. I, I love my bug out bags. I've had one since 2012. And this is a, would be a fine addition to anything like that. Actually, something like this would be really good to keep in the car. 100%. 100%. And just have around. Keep one in your car, keep one in your go bag. You'll be good to go. Yeah. Did, we, did you have the foxhole pulled up by chance? 
I did. I don't see it now, but I can pull it up quite fast. Our good buddies of the Foxhole. We were back on the Badlands one today. And. Oh, we have, oh okay. We have some good friends here. Average Joe Patriot. What's up, brother? Said Flat Earth Convo always goes round and round. Nice. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> D Dallin said fantastic show. Thank you. S Salty Steve. That's a cool name. Says love to see you both together here on Pilled. Yeah, we love Pilled, man. And Candelicious says, What's up with the shades? Guys, we love you on the foxhole and on rumble combined two great platforms and what a wonderful way to present the show thank you for being here everyone and, and i'm gonna uh, release the scratching yes release the scratching and uh i will be back tomorrow at 4 p.m on taking it back and then 5 p.m on my own channel and uh brad when's your next show and i will see you guys next tuesday at 7 30 for brad and abby live and it's always a fun time, just like here. Take care, dudes. Have a great night. Looking for more ways to support Badlands Media? Head over to BadlandsMedia.tv and click on the Support Badlands button. Or go straight to BadlandsMedia.tv slash boost. Link in the description. You can now give a Badlands boost, just like a Rumble Rant, only better. Support your favorite shows with a boost anytime, even if you're not watching live. Your donation will go directly to Badlands with no middleman. You could also shop America First Companies at the Badlands shop. With every purchase, you'll be supporting Badlands Media and America First Business. Another great option is becoming a Badlander. With this, you can opt in to be alerted to new shareable content and be our street team. And by all means, before you leave, don't forget to click that thumbs up and help your favorite Badlands show reach the top of the Rumble leaderboard. Thank you all for helping us grow Badlands Media. We are the news now.